Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties. Four decades in the business, so we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. All right, we've got uh, something that many of you thought you'd never hear. The Goldie on Ice podcast, Stanley Cup Final Preview. The Panthers and Vegas, Saturday night, game one. Uh, First home game will be game three on Thursday of next week, and then Saturday, games three and four. Panthers come in, I mean, incredibly hot. In case you forgot, with the 10 days off, they're going to have winners of 11 of 12. Um, The numbers are amazing. Paul Maurice... NHL record longest between finals appearances for a coach. He made an 0-2 with the Detroit Red Wings. So I think he's going to have, and probably has this week, even though he likes to have the players talk about this stuff, more impact than the coaches. Probably a great perspective on this. And I think this team already knows, but just how hard it is to get to this point. Uh, Eric Stahl could set an NHL record. 17 years between winning Stanley Cups if they were to win it. Um, You know, you got the Stahl brothers. I think there's only four or five maybe brother combinations that have ever won a Stanley Cup together. And uh, the Panthers in Vegas, hey, someone's going to have their first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Vegas got there their first year. Um, They're pretty much a playoff team, mostly every year, knocking on the door. And, uh, you know, they really, with, with, with Bruce Cassidy coaching them, who's an excellent defensive coach, which ironically enough, you know, perhaps some of its personality as well, part of the reason why he's no longer coaching the Bruins, um, you know, the Panthers beat the Bruins in the first round after they make the coaching change, and Cassidy immediately got hired by Vegas after Boston let him go, and now he's in the Stanley Cup final. So coaching-wise, you know, a couple of guys that have been there before, um, you know, Paul Maurice has done a great job throughout these playoffs, keeping his team even keel, and at the same time having fun, not letting the pressure get to him. Uh, I do think from a speed standpoint, the Panthers have the advantage from that forecheck. That's going to be the key again. Um, you know, look, look what they did to the, te- to the three teams they played against. I mean, very impressive. And the Panthers have already beaten during the regular season the number one team, the number two team, and the number four team. Now they're taking on the fifth best team during the regular season, Vegas. So there's been no soft spots, no easiness for the Panthers. These are all teams that had great seasons that in their histories recently are playoff tested. They've all been there. Um, They've all been knocking on the door in recent time and the Panthers beat them all. I mean, You know, from that standpoint, these other teams have been knocking on the door longer than the Panthers have. I mean, Vegas still has, what, a third of their team 
from the original team that made that run and lost to Washington in 2018. So, and by the way, Vegas, when they made that cup back then in their first year, they beat Winnipeg and Paul Maurice in the conference final, which really was a series I thought could have gone either way. I was covering that series uh, for national radio and, you know, Vegas got it done in six, but it was, uh, you know, it, it was close. I mean, easily it could have been, you know, Winnipeg that, that knocked them off. So, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for the Panthers. Um, they've got the rest, I think, is amazing for them. You know, rest versus rust that's come up. I don't look at it as a factor. If there is any rust, I'm not sure there will be. But if there is, um, you know, I think it lasts shifts, period, or two. I think that ends up being it. I think that's as long as it lasts. And I'd say probably, maybe this goes for both teams, I'd say to start it off, if there is some rust, um, there'll be some nerves as well. So you might see that a little bit early on too. So I think it all wears off very quickly. And as we know, you know, game one and even game two are just great opportunities for the Panthers. Incredibly, um, you, you know, they start on the road every series, obviously, as the eighth seed. They, they're five and one in the first two games of series on the road, and they've won five in a row. Um, so as far as being on the road and nerves or anything like that, you know, I think just being around this team where they've been practicing the last week and a half, they're just soaking it in. They're on that line. I don't know how they've accomplished it. Uh, led by, I think, Kachuk. And guys that have been there, I'm sure Carter Verhage and Patrick Hornquist who's around the team and the Stahl brothers, I'm sure there's been conversations in the room. You know, things get different, requests for tickets and all those types of things, but they have incredibly walked this line of relishing the moment, enjoying it, yet also when the lights go on, you know, going all out and being as hard a team to play against as you've seen during these playoffs. And I think Vegas is going to be in for a little bit of a shock to, at the start of this series. I don't think they've seen a team that has the tenacity, the forecheck, um, the nastiness that the Panthers will bring. Now, their D is very big and strong and mobile, and their top four is excellent. And Petrangelo's been through all this before. Alex Martinez has been through all this before. Uh, Theodore is an original Golden Knight, so he's been in the cup final. So you got some experience back there, and they won't be, you know, overly daunted, but they also haven't been forechecked by the Barkoff line, the Bennett line, and the Lundell line. I mean, they just haven't. Uh, their fourth line is very good, productive. The Panthers going to have to match up with that, and, you know, Stahl is going to have to do a big job there in the middle, um, you know, with Lomberg and White, most likely, obviously, Losterine expected back, so he'll be on that Lundell line. Um, it's going to be a challenge, but the bottom line is if Sergei Bobrovsky plays close and or at the level that he has played at the last nine games, the last two series, nobody's beaten the Florida Panthers. I mean, Toronto and Carolina got one game combined off the Panthers. Not only didn't beat them in the best out of seven, got one game combined. So I think a lot of it's going to come down to that. Now, now Aiden Hill, you know, has been a career backup. Good on him. He's played well. But Vegas does a great job of protecting them. And I think if the Panthers can break them down a little bit and find a way to get inside against that big defense and get opportunities at the net, the Panthers are going to finish on them. And they could put some... They, they could put some good offensive games up, I, I think, in this series as well. Now, easier said than done to get inside that defense. 
But, you know, the Panthers, you know, they've got a nose for the net. I mean, Panthers are going to have guys at the blue paint um, as much as possible to get in there. And if they work hard enough, they'll draw some power plays. And, hey, last series, the last three games ended on power plays, something nobody thought. Okay, the Panthers would win the special teams battle. Their power play against Carolina's penalty kill. It's been the best penalty kill in the league for the last handful of years. And the Panthers found openings. They found a way to, you know, draw players. And, you know, Kachuk with the great passing ability, the great anticipation. Um, that's how the Panthers, you know, took the stranglehold on the league in the lead in the, in the game three win. I mean, only goal in the game was in the power play. Burns commits to Kachuk. He finds Reinhardt, who snaps at home. Game over at one nothing. Um, so should be great atmosphere in both buildings. Uh, I think it's awesome for the game that a first-time Cup winner is gonna is gonna is gonna raise the Stanley Cup. Um, you know, two markets as we know. I mean, seven eight years ago, Vegas didn't have a team, and thirty-five years ago, the Panthers didn't. Florida didn't have a team. So I think it's awesome for the league. Uh, it's gonna be intriguing. Eichel and Reinhardt once were the high draft picks and. They thought long-term answers to win a Stanley Cup in Buffalo. Both been traded the last few years, and now they go head-to-head. Now, that's kind of an odd one. They were teammates for a long time in Buffalo. You don't see that very often. So they're going at it. Uh, you got Eichel and Kachuk, two American-born players. I think that's, you know, fascinating and great to see. And I just think it's uh, it's going to be a great matchup. Um, you know, last series I thought would go at least six. The Panthers in Carolina I was wrong. Panthers finished it up quickly. You know, I'll stay with it again. I'm guessing it's going to be a long series, but this Panther team has proven that these tight games, they not only can win them, it seems like the Panthers relish them and they flourish in these tight games and their responses to other teams scoring has really been nothing like I've seen during a playoff run from a team since I've been watching hockey. They not only don't change the way they play or have, you know, a lapse after giving up a goal, it's just the opposite. They crank it up even more, and they get even more determined and more difficult to play against. So I do think early on in game one particularly, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Sam Bennett on the opening shift is going to go after their D the same way, you know, him and Kachuk and Cousins went after Burns and try to throw them off their game and, you know, get them frustrated they're not going to be letting Petrangelo and, and those guys just go back easily and get pucks out of their own zone. There's going to be a concerted effort. And along with the experience that Vegas has on defense, you know, they're not young. Those top guys are not young. So can the Panthers wear them down? I think that was a factor against Boston. I know it was a factor against Toronto. And I also think it was a factor against Carolina. That how many times do you want to turn back to go for pucks when the Panthers dump it in and get banged by Barkov, who was awesome at finishing checks in these playoffs, and Carter Verhage, and Bennett, and Kachuk, and Cousins, and Losterinen, and Lomber. Everybody's finishing checks. I think it's going to be fascinating. You say the same thing the other way. Uh, Vegas's depth, very good. And they got Stevenson and Stone on a third line. Their fourth line is big and strong and tough to play against. So they're going to figure the same thing. Can they get in there against the Panthers? The Panthers just do such a good job of getting the puck out of their own zone quickly. Um, and withstanding, they paid the price. The Panthers' blue liners paid the price so many times during these playoffs to make the play. It has been impressive. And I just think the 10 days off 
for both the goaltender um, and the Panthers' defense is so valuable. You know, I know it was a sweep against Carolina, but remember, you know, they really played five-plus games if you count the overtimes, and it was physical. I mean, you know, Carolina can get in there on the four-check as well. It was not easy. They were all grinding one-goal, low-scoring games. So looking forward to it, and uh, hey, you know, I've been saying this on the podcast for a while now. It started as a joke when they won game two in Boston, one down, 15 to go. 12 down, 4 to go. Take a moment, listen to a message from our sponsors. Thanks to our producer, Brad Markowitz. Wouldn't be possible without him. Subscribe, uh, download, pass the word, tell your friends, leave the reviews, whether they're good or bad. We welcome the comments, and uh, we appreciate the support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Time to take a moment now to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So, I encourage you to help out. Check out Sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, you're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that you possibly have, I could tell you this. Ken Morris is the guy. And he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning. So he's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call. 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris.